0: Our Asia correspondent today is Elizabeth Beattie. She She's a journalist based in Tokyo. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, the extraordinary story of Imran Khan, a brilliant cricketer and a hero in Pakistan decades ago, but of course of late has been a politician and has been prime minister. He's now facing a jail sentence. Remind us of the story, Elizabeth
1: Yeah, so uh, Imran Khan, like you said, that this kind of illustrious figure, he has, uh, since he's uh, become involved in politics, Uh, things have kind of taken a turn and he's been sentenced now to 14 years in prison for corruption and this comes after he was handed uh, an earlier 10-year jail sentence. Uh, Those sentences are concurrent and he's saying that this is the last, uh, latest uh, from the uh, military controlled uh, government's uh, attempts to kind of keep him away from politics and control him because he has a very popular uh, voter base in Pakistan and he is quite a voice voice of uh, opposition for, for that go- government that's currently in power.
0: So is he essentially saying these charges are trumped up? Is that what he is saying?
1: He is. He's, he's saying that they're completely politi- political charges. Uh, I mean, there was this interesting detail where his lawyers uh, Said he was sentenced so quickly that the judge didn't even wait for his legal team to arrive, and kind of Khan made a comment saying, "Oh, you know, the judge was in a real sen- a real hurry to sentence me." Um, the judge also refused his lawyer's request to cross examine witnesses at the trial. Uh, so he's really maintaining that he's basically being um, being uh, politically uh, curtailed. All his avenues to kind of campaign and express his his voice are being curtailed, and he's facing more than a hundred different charges. So um, he's he's a seventy one year old man now. So that idea of him having a political future is. It is uh, a little up in the air.
0: Well, will the jail sentence, uh, however, require him to end up in jail? That's another factor, isn't it? It's one thing to be uh, pushed out of politics. It's quite another to be incarcerated.
1: Oh, exactly I mean he is currently jail at the at the moment um and it, it appears at this stage likely that he he will end up serving in jail uh, even though from jail he is campaigning hard for his lawyers he's he's barred from uh, from the political process but he is a, been using AI generated material he's he's really trying to campaign hard even though he is he is currently in prison
0: what is the sort of an independent commentariat, if you like, or observers of uh, the situation, and particularly the role or the power of the country's military uh, establishment.
1: yeah, so uh, basically the the military has uh, has really uh, cracked down on media freedom and expression, and that's led to analysts saying that the the credibility of this election is, is uh pretty uh pretty low basically um because of that control and i think uh what's happening with imran khan is being viewed as kind of symptomatic of a long-standing problem uh, where the military and any political leaders have had a very close relationship and then when that sours uh the candidate ends up uh kind of uh, with these these kind of uh corruption charges or various kind of legal legal challenges. It, it happened also to a former PM as well. Um, and, yeah, they have this very entwined relationship, the military and the government, yeah.
0: Now, in uh, other stories on your patch, some news out of Japan's space agency, Elizabeth.
1: Yeah, so uh, people might have been following uh, a little while ago uh, Japan uh, Japan's uh, uh, aerospace exploration agency uh, called JAXA, which is Japan's equivalent of NASA, uh, launched a, a moon lander, um, and there was a lot of excitement here. It all kind of kicked off in the early hours of the morning, um, and well, uh, well, everyone was very excited about this. Uh, it all went a little bit pear-shaped uh, when the lander actually uh, reached uh, reached the moon um, because of a technical difficulty, but. At the moment, it looks like that there's been a, a bit of a positive development and the smart lander, uh, which is, is called SLIM, the smart lander for investigating the moon, this this lunar lander is back in action and it, it appears to have risen from the dead, essentially.
0: And what happens now?
1: Well, um and now it's able to carry out uh, uh, res- uh, basically on, on lunar research for for water and materials and provide valuable data about the surface of the moon. Um, it does have a short kind of lifespan anyway, but, but the fact that it was able to kind of be revived is, is being viewed as a big win for Japan, which has had a few um, failed attempts or a few kind of shaky starts to its... its uh, space exploration uh, in recent years
0: now there is a new series a new tv series uh which is causing a stir this is set in hong kong
1: yeah so you you might have heard of uh amazon prime's new series expats it stars nicole kidman um it's set and filmed in hong kong based on a book um and it was recently or well, episodes of the show were recently released worldwide but it's currently not available to viewers in Hong Kong despite being filmed uh, and set there. And why? (laughs) Well... It's, I mean, there's not been a very clear, explicit answer, but analysts are fairly sure that it's related to some of the political material that appears in in the show. Uh, there are scenes uh, of the pro- invoking the 2014 umbrella protest movement in Hong Kong, which of course reminds everyone of the 2019 more recent protests uh, that occurred in Hong Kong when I was there. Um, and there's that pro democracy kind of messaging visible in episodes of the show and analysts have said that this is basically, uh, a case of censorship it is, is what they view as the most likely kind of reason. Of course, Amazon hasn't come out and said anything, but, uh, Hong Kong has laws that restrict, uh, preventing broadcasts that breach national security. Uh, they've also told film directors to cut scenes. And even though these aren't meant to officially apply to streaming services, uh, it, it is, it is uh, more than possible that Amazon Prime has kind of preempted any legal challenges in
0: Hong Kong. So but, it's just, uh, not a, it just hasn't gone there is the suggestion. I know that Amazon is reported as having to, to decline to comment or declining to comment when contacted by CNN, as did a Hong Kong, Hong Kong government spokesperson saying it had, quote, no comment on operational arrangement of individual businesses. But is the suspicion that, that Amazon just didn't go there?
1: Well, yes, yes, I think that that is the suspicion. And and they've been giving that kind of blanket no comment for for a while now. So, um, yeah, I think that's the speculation. I mean, Disney Plus famously didn't include this episode of The Simpsons in their offering in Hong Kong, which included a reference to Tiananmen Square. um, And... Yeah, there have been other cases where, where this has happened, but these streamers really don't want to get involved in any
0: political discussion, so they're, they're kind of avoiding it like the plague. It's interesting, Royce is reporting, this was middle of last year, that at least 21 movies and short films had scenes cut or their release blocked by Hong Kong's Office for Film, Newspaper and Article Association. There's that, and then there's the potential self-censorship as well, isn't there? Yeah. Thank you very much. Elizabeth Beatty, who is based in... Tokyo.